Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Niche Snacks, the one trans man podcast where I talk about my niche interest. If you're looking for something new to get into, this is the place to be. I'm Augustine, and this episode of Niche Snacks is about Gregory Horror Show. Gregory Horror Show is primarily a CGI anime horror series created by Naomi Iwata. The show was originally televised by the Asahi National Broadcasting Company. It ran from October 1999 to 2003, and it currently has 88 episodes. There are four seasons of Gregory Horror Show that each follow a different protagonist. The general premise of the first two seasons and the world of Gregory Horror Show as a whole is that there exists a hotel in a purgatory, and all the guests in this hotel are human beings, or were once human beings, who were down on their luck and wanting to escape from reality. There are quite a few permanent residents at this hotel nowadays. And basically, these people were once human beings that have become assimilated into this purgatory. The other two seasons of Gregory Horror Show are more so spin-offs. One of them takes place on a train, and the other one takes place in a hospital. The first two seasons are more like the actual story of Gregory Horror Show, though. The first two volumes of Gregory Horror Show follow the protagonist from a first-person perspective, for the most part. There are some deviations from it, where you, you see just like an omniscient point of view, but most of the time, the camera is like our protagonist's eyes. You don't really ever see what the protagonists look like either. The, the protagonist from the first volume, you do see what he ends up looking like. And there are some live-action sequences that may show what they look like when they're a human being. But generally, you never see the character. It's always from their eyes. And even if it's from an omniscient point of view, you still don't ever see the protagonist. I really like it, um, this choice of having it in a first-person perspective. It's very interesting. It's pretty unique. I wouldn't say it's, like, artsy or very good. But I do I do like it. I think it adds to, like, the silliness factor of it. Because... Like, the camera will nod and shake its head and, like, look around. Like, it's, it's pretty goofy, but I like it. There's also um, quite a few other, like, Gregory Horror media. There's a PlayStation 2 game that was released in 2003 only to Japan and Europe. It takes place in the hotel called The Gregory House. There's also a Japanese mobile game, a manga, and a graphic novel as well. If you're into the weird and horror and you're looking for something new, you should absolutely look into Gregory Horror Show. All 88 episodes of the show are available to watch for free on YouTube. Full walkthroughs of the PlayStation 2 game as well. Now, enough being informative. Here's why I love the show. So to start, I first learned about Gregory Horror Show from one of my good friends. Her name's Taylor. The way she found out about Gregory Horror Show was very interesting. So she found it from a Games Repainted video, and Games Repainted is a YouTube channel where basically they just go in and fuck up the game's sprites, or any game's sprites, basically. They all turn the sprites into memes and very inappropriate things. So one of their videos, and (laughs) this is, it's a Paper Mario uh, Thousand Year Door video. The video is called Gaper Mario and the Thousand Cock Orgy. That's that's actually what the video is called. But in in this game's repainted video, they changed one of the boxes to be a, a character's face from Gregory Horso. And she had showed me this character's face and was like, hey, this looks like a character you would like. And she was right. He's my favorite character in the series. 
From there, basically just that character being on a box in this random video is how we found and got into Gregory Horror Show. As for like what I enjoy about the show, and this has so far been a pretty common factor in all the things I enjoy, but the art style. The art style will immediately stand out to you. It's weird and abnormal. All the characters are basically designed to be paper crafts. If you actually go on the creator, Naomi Iwata, com, I believe his website. If you go to his website, he actually has paper crafts that you can print out of like pretty much every character in Gregory Horror Show. There's even characters who like never even make an appearance in the show that you can print out and make paper crafts for. So they're designed to be like paper crafts, basically. They're all blocky. Like they're kind of reminiscent of like Minecraft, but they also have like a weird 2D flatness to them. Um, it, not in their bodies. Their bodies are blocky, but like ears and their arms and legs, for example, are pretty flat. It's very interesting, but I quite like it. They're, it's very silly. Very, very silly and charming. Um, I really like it, especially, I think part of the reason why I like it so much is because Minecraft was a huge part of my childhood. So just seeing like something kind of vaguely similar, I just enjoy it. I just think it's cool. The animation, so it's CGI, and this is early CGI, it was not early 2000s, 1999, so it wasn't that great. Uh, but I don't think, I think it's still, like, it holds up. Like, it's not good, but it's not, like, unwatchable. Like, it's just of its time, and I think because of, like, how the animation was done, and how stylized it is, it, like, holds up well, and it's like, I could watch this right now. I was watching some episodes while I was writing the script for the podcast, and... I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't look good, but I don't care because it's like, it's cool. It's the whole stylization of it that I think really makes up for it. And I would also say kinda a lot of people's complaints with early CGI is that it's pretty uncanny and like weird. And Gregory Horror Show is weird, but I wouldn't call it uncanny. It's not like disturbing on accident. It's definitely, <laughs> there are definitely some scenes that are disturbing on purpose because it's called Horror Show after all. Uh, I would not, speaking of that, I would not really consider it a horror, a piece of horror media. It's kind of like horror for babies, but not in a bad way. There are some horrific scenes for sure, but it's mostly just goofy, campy fun, I'd say. Uh, like, it's more comedic than it is scary. I wouldn't consider it scary, but it is like, it's got the spooky, disturbing vibes, but I wouldn't call it like a horror. It's not like Halloween masterpiece movie. I love that movie, by the way, but it's nothing like that. Um, I also think the character designs hold up, even though they look silly. <laughs> I like how they look still. I think even that they were designed, God knows how long ago, they're still really good. The creator did redesigns of them. I think in around 2016, he redesigned the characters, and I'll get more into why and all about that later, but those redesigns were honestly not that good. They looked perfectly fine as little blocky paper craft guys, and I assure you, if you look into it, you'll agree, and if you don't agree, I'm gonna be real disappointed in you. But because, like, these characters have flat legs, pretty much the most blocky part about them is, like, their body, head, maybe a snout or tail, depending on, but their legs are completely flat to the ground. They're basically, I don't know how to describe it. They're almost like, not, I was gonna say Higgly Town Heroes, <laughs> which I guess is not a horrible analogy, but if you don't know what Higgly Town Heroes is, basically all the characters are Matroshka dolls. So they kind of like wobble around to walk and that's kind of how they move in Gregory Horror Show because they don't really have legs. They just kind of feet. Basically, it's how they just kind of have feet. 
and I like it. <laughs> I don't think the way they move is like, it doesn't take me out of it at all. I just think it, it just like, it just makes sense. It's just like, oh, that's how they move. So I really, I like that. I love it, love Gregory Harshaw. So I think honestly my favorite part of like the entire series is the setting. When I get into media, I'm personally, I love inserting myself into media. That's why half of the stuff I talk about are video games. This is probably going to be the only show I talk about in this entire thing because I play more video games than I watch TV and I assure you I will probably never talk about a book because I hate to read unless it's a visual novel then maybe I'll, I might talk about a visual novel uh, on here, but I love the setting. I love being able to really like live in this world and come up with characters to fit in this world and live in it like vicariously, basically. So I think the setting of the first two seasons is great. The train and the hospital are kind of lame. I don't care for them. I love the hotel, Gregory House. It's very ominous, um, very dark, and it's also like it's purgatory. It's a purgatory hotel that's full with all these weird little monster guys. Like, it's it's so cool. There are several floors to the hotel. I think maybe five. I'm pretty sure there's the lobby. There's a second floor. And then there's like three basement floors in the video game. I don't, and I'm just assuming that's canon. I don't know. There's The basement's huge for some reason. But the obvious, the, the first lobby and like the second floor are the most interesting. The basement's not super enthralling in the game. There is one location in the basement, which I'll probably talk more a little bit. I'll talk, I'll definitely talk more about it when I talk more about the video game itself. Cause I don't think it really makes much of an appearance in the anime. I think it does, but it's like, it, it's a huge thing in the video game. So you'll, you'll understand, you'll understand. But um, this hotel, the color palette is very dark and it's very saturated. A lot of like dark blues and purples and teals kind of make up the feeling of the show, but I think the characters are what make it really good. Even though I think the setting is what I gravitated to the most, the characters are great. So the protagonists of the first two seasons are a man and a woman respectively. They're not related or anything. They, they're completely just separate to people who've, well, okay, technically they meet, but they've never met. Like, you just gotta watch it to really understand. But we see the show from their perspective, pretty much. At the beginning of every episode, there's like a little narration of them kind of summing up what happened or like giving like a weird quote that kind of relates to what's going on in the episode. Um, and this is the only time we hear them speak as well. When we're watching the actual events of Gregory Horror Show play out, the main characters never speak ever. Uh, the protagonist, the, the protagonist never speak is more correct. Uh, the only thing we do get to learn about them and like who they were, they're not good people. That's why they're at the fucking hotel. It's cause they're not good people. Um, we see some of their past lives as well. And basically they're just straight up human beings. There's like literal live action footage in the show, which is very jarring. It's. Like, I love Gregory Horror Show, and if you've seen my other two, or listened to my other two episodes, you know I love mixed media, and that's just, there's just straight up live action sequences in a CGI animated show, and it's very, it's weird. It's very weird, but I, I like it. <laughs> and pretty much throughout Gregory Horror Show, we see our protagonists kind of descend 
into madness. They kind of become not. They don't. I'm not gonna say what happens, but we they things go downhill for for our friends here. You'll, the fates are very, like, what happens to the two protagonists are very interesting and pretty different from one another, but that's something I, I'm not gonna spoil here. Just go watch it. It's very, very short. So, but the main antagonist. So the main antagonist, who's also kind of the main character, is Gregory. It's called Gregory Horror Show. Obviously, Gregory is gonna be a pretty damn big part, I would hope. So Gregory is, he's a creepy old man, and he's also a rat. He's like a, basically a furry. He's, he's just a furry, basically, but he's a rat, and he's a creepy old man. He owns and runs the, the hotel or the inn, and he's also like literally one of the only people who work there. I think most of the people are just like, I don't know, I assume they came from, came into the hotel as regular humans, and then they got fucked up. Um, somehow, basically, they became assimilated into the purgatory. But only, from what I know, only two people work there, and it's Gregory and his chef. And the chef is also a really great character. He's basically a living candle, or at least it's kind of implied that's what he is. And he, um, his name is Hell's Chef, and he, he gets real mad. He's a pretty angry fella, but I like him a lot. Gregory's a very entertaining character, definitely the one you see of the most. In fact, in the Last Train spinoff, he's the main character. We follow Gregory. Um, he's a bit silly, a uh, <laughs> bit wacky, I'd say. I like the humor in this show. It's like kind of, it's not dated, it's it's just interesting. I don't know how, how to really describe it, because I don't think it's like, I'm not like dying in laughter over it, but it's just like w weird and wacky enough to be like this. Yeah, I just really like it. It's really good. Uh, Gregory, so he owns and runs the hotel, the house, and he has a grandson and a mom. We don't know what happened to Gregory's wife or like his grandson's parents. No idea. He just has a grandson and his mom. His grandson's a little shit. His name is James. He's annoying as fuck. He's not, he's just a brat, basically, at his core. And Gregory's mom is a very funny character. She's a mouse, a mouse, they're all rats, by the way. And she has like cleavage, like they gave her rat boobs. You don't see her, like they're not 3D. She doesn't have 3D boobs, but she does have cleavage, which is like, it's just funny to me. But they have an interesting dynamic between the two. Gregory's mom is kind of insane and Kind of the ultimate prota uh, protagonist, me when I lie, kind of the ultimate antagonist of the whole series. I won't spoil like why, but like Gregory is definitely the main antagonist, but she's kind of like the final boss, if that makes sense. And I do want to talk about my favorite character, the aforementioned appearance in Gaper Mario and the Thousand Cock Orgy. <laughs> His name is Judgment Boy and Honestly, Judgment Boy is kind of more of a species. Uh, there are many Judgment Boys that exist, but basically when I talk about him, he, there's just kind of like the accumulation of Judgment Boy as a whole is basically one character to me. He's very entertaining and he's also kind of a little asshole. 
Basically what Judgment Boy is, is he's kind of a representation of like the scales of fate. He judges your conscience and your character and he basically weighs your heart against your greed. He's a very interesting design and the way he travels is like, he's basically attached to a rail system that is throughout the uh, hotel. And it's just really cool. I love his character and his design, his concept a lot. He's amazing. He's undoubtedly my favorite. Uh, Gregory is definitely the best one, but Judgment Boy is my favorite. And a lot of other people's favorites too, because Judgment Boy has a, a whole page on the Tumblr Sexypedia. If you haven't looked at that Wikipedia, by the way, highly recommend it. The Tumblr Sexypedia is probably one of the most entertaining things I've ever seen in my entire life. It's hilarious. You'll, if you like anything, any piece of media, I guarantee you one character will be on there and you'll be astounded. It's, it's fascinating. I love it, looking at it a lot. The other characters in Gregory Horshow are really great. A lot of them are kind of one-offs with only like an episode or two, but even then, like they're still like goofy and like fun. <laughs> I like them a lot. The video game does not add any new characters per se. They just kind of develop and like see the common ones because there's kind of like the main cast, I'd say. And then there's just like randoms who like never show up in the games. Well, game. There's, I don't even know. I don't know anything about the mobile game. I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to talk about the mobile game. I'm talking about the show in the, the PS2 game for the most part. But yeah, there's just like some characters who've only had like one appearance in the anime. But there's like mainstays basically. But the video game does give us appearances for protagonists. They are not the same protagonists as the ones in the anime, but they're there and this game is third person. You can enter first person, but it's mostly a third person game. And I'll talk more about that. I wanna talk, I'm not done talking about the characters. Some other characters of note are Catherine. Catherine is a scaly means she's a, a, a lizard furry basically she's a lizard woman and she's a bit turned on by using a giant syringe to draw people's blood she straight up moans if you're all maybe a warning if you're really uncomfortable by like sexual stuff maybe don't watch Gregory Horror Show it's not like that's that makes it sound like it's porn it's not porn and it's not like horrifically sexual it's just like when Catherine because Catherine takes blood out of people's bodies and when she does it she like moans but that's like there's nothing explicitly sexual in it it's just kind of like she's a little weird sadist lizard and it just kind of is what it is but if even that that might make people really uncomfortable also the fact that she even draws people's blood with a giant syringe would probably also make a fair amount of people extremely uncomfortable too there's also um, a cat, and his name is Neko Zombie. He, this is where I thought all the characters, except for like a select few in the hotel were once human beings. But before Neko Zombie like entered the hotel, he was just a normal cat. And now he's a furry. Like he's, I don't, I don't really understand how that works. Uh, I don't know if that means like, Catherine entered as a normal lizard and now she's a furry lizard. I don't really know how that works. But Neko Zombie was just a normal cat. And we, we know that for a fact. But when he got to Gregory house, uh, Gregory basically mutilated and tortured him. There's a reason why he has the word zombie in his name. Yeah, Gregory's not a good person. Uh, and Neko Zombie has 
a lot of trauma. I like his design though. And he's also, oh, Gregory also keeps Nekozami fucking chained up in a prison cell. It's absurd. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, we don't really know why, other than the fact he's a cat and Gregory's a rat and he hates cats. It's, it's literally racism, basically. Um, another silly character is Roulette Boy and He's a child. He, he lives in the hotel's basement and Gregory does not like this child, which makes it even funnier. But when I was talking about the basement having different floors, Roulette Boy basically has a whole room that is just a fucking board game that you play. Like his head, he has like a hat head. It might just be part of his head. I don't know, but it's a whole roulette wheel. And like when you see Roulette Boy, he'll, he'll like go crazy. He, he his catchphrase, well-known catchphrase is spin me spin me and he sounds like that he really does he's really annoying i like him though because he's just a silly little guy but he gets real uh excited he wants to be spun and when you spin him i think he basically transport you to like his room that's like a board game and forces you to play and this board game is dangerous you can fucking die like he's just this crazy psychopath child who is just in the basement and Gregory doesn't even like him. I don't know why he's there. He just is. There's also a... There's like two single dads in this show, which is interesting. One of them... Two of... Well, one of them. One of the dads. Two as in a dad and his son are dogs who have weapons like implanted in their heads as then someone like stabbed them. They're called mummy dog and mummy puppy. Mummy dad, mummy dog? Mummy, no, it's mummy dog and mummy papa. That's what their names are. And they're dogs and they're furries. And there's like no domesticated animals. Like there's quite a few furry characters. I don't think there's any normal animal pet creatures or anything. They also have a mom, but she's not in the show. <laughs> she just like has a design and we, we know what she looks like, but she's not ever in the show or the game. The other uh, single father combo are two clocks. And it's Clockmaster and my son. That his son's name is my son. And I love them. They're great. Clockmaster is an alcoholic. Um, and he also has the, the capability of controlling time by moving his mustache. Because his mustache is like the hour hands in the minute hand. There also are like quite a few characters or a shit ton of characters. There's a, a cowboy cactus man who's a simp. He's really great. But there's a lot. Like, I, I can't talk about all of them. We'll be here forever. But... They're great. You'll, there's definitely one you'll like, for sure. The humor in the show, going back to that, is also, like, I don't think it's too bad. It holds up. Most of the humor is Gregory getting shit, shit on, basically. Getting beaten up. Dying. He gets shot and, like, bleeds out a few times in the show. Uh, it's funny. It's also satisfying, because Gregory kind of sucks. He is not a good person. So it's kind of nice to see, like, his shit get kicked in. It's some of the like comedic aspects of it definitely come from it just being bizarre and weird. Like, I don't know if it's always funny on purpose. Sometimes it might just be funny because it's really fucking weird. Oh, I also, I want to acknowledge that the game, the PS2 game in the anime, I've also only seen the English dub for. I don't even know if there's a copy of the Japanese dub on YouTube that exists. So when I talk about Gregory Horror Show, this is how I'm, I'm speaking from it as a person who watched the English dub. I like the English dub. The voice acting is not like amazing, but it just fits well. It's really silly, camp, goofy. I like the voices. 
Like, it's not horrible voice acting. It's, is it good? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think I'd call it great, but I like it. When you, if you want to watch it, definitely don't take it too seriously. Because uh, I can see a lot of people trying to watch Gregory Horror Show and be like, this is ugly, the voice acting's bad, and it's like, why did you even, if you expected this to be some artsy masterpiece, I don't know what the fuck you're, you were expecting or wanting from me. Gregory Horror Show, it, it's not bad. I would never consider it bad. I'd be upset if you told me you thought it was bad. But it's definitely not like, it's great in a sense that I don't think I would consider it well made. Like, it's probably well made for its time. And I just think it holds up in a way that it's just like, it's just, it holds up in a way because it's just silly and like interesting. That's how I, I think about it. Um, so yeah, if you go into it, take it lightheartedly, go into it with like an idea that this is a silly fun time. So for the other two seasons or volumes of Gregory Horror Show, they're just okay. I like The Last Train, which is volume three enough. I don't really care for volume four, which is called The Bloody Cart. Uh, they're both spin-offs, and like I said, Last Train's Gregory on a train doing a bunch of wacky adventures, but Bloody Cart is a spin-off where Catherine's the main character, and Catherine's not my favorite thing ever. She's, she work, It's just like her doing stuff at a hospital. I honestly don't remember any of the episodes or really what happens. <laughs> I don't think it's bad. I mean, maybe. Maybe it is bad. I'd have to really rewatch it to tell you what I thought of it but I wouldn't skip out on any of it. It's so short. Just go on and watch it and let me know what you think. And also just to touch more on the video game, the gameplay is in third person, like I said, but the idea of it is you are this human guest in the hotel who wants to escape. And in order to do so, you have to collect 12 souls from 12 different guests and basically hand them to death because death is also a pretty prominent character in Gregory Horror Show and the video game. He's a Grim Reaper who wears like a tall hat that has the Swedish flag on it for some reason. Don't know why, but he's great. Love him. And I love the gameplay of the PlayStation 2 game a lot. It's just problem solving. So in a sense, it's similar to Smile for me, but I just think the vibes are great. It's just really cool. I don't own a copy of the game, sadly. I've never played it. It's pretty expensive. And the games are kind of, the game's kind of hard to come by because they were only released in Europe and Japan. I want to eventually like get it. That's probably bucket list. I found goals to own own my own copy of Gregory Horror Show on the PlayStation 2. I highly recommend watching a playthrough of the video game after the show. I would watch the show first. Uh, it's just a really fun setting, and I think the video game like really sold it for me. Like it just makes me want to jump into this horrible universe. I love it. As for the future of Gregory Horror Show, I'm personally not sure where it will go, if anywhere. The latest thing to come out of it was a mobile game called Gregory Horror Show Last Qualia, and it was released in 2018, only to Japanese audiences though. The creator seems to be fairly active. His website, he posts kind of not really frequently. The last thing he posted on his website was a news update, just adding some more stuff to his portfolio. I think that's mostly what his website is, it's kind of a portfolio. And he posted that in December of 2022. So he's definitely working on stuff. Whether or not he's working on Gregory Horror Show though, I do not know. There was a new series announced 
in 2016 called Gregory Horror Show Mystery Holiday. I don't know if it'll ever be produced. I don't really know what's going on with that. Uh, Naomi basically redesigned most of the main characters. Like, they all have designs. It's on his website. It has, like, a plot synopsis. It's We know what it's called, but I don't know if it'll ever be made or what if anything will ever come of it, which is sad. I hope so. I hope this bleak future for the series doesn't, like, steer you away. I don't think it's a reason not to watch it. If anything, I'd say it's a reason to watch it, because maybe if Gregory Horshow randomly gets enough traction, it could we could see this new series come to light. And I highly encourage you to watch it, because I think, especially if you're interested in weird horror stuff and weird niche media in general, I think you'll really enjoy it. It's very fun. Uh, as for it being niche, the episodes on YouTube do have quite a few views, more than I expected, to be honest. The first episode of season one has... 218k views most of them and the further you go the down like it's not a whole lot but for the first episode it's like eh, it could be worse joel varg skeletor uh, if you know of him he's a streamer and i also talked about vine sauce in my last episode too but he did a playthrough of gregory horror show i like him a lot i have not seen his playthrough of gregory horror show so i can't say whether or not it's a good one i watched a no commentary video has 7.9k views. I just liked seeing it, not having to... Sometimes I don't want to listen to other people talk the game. I just want to see the game for myself. Because Gregory Horsha is not something that is, like, really viable to acquire. Because I think... I'll have to look. I'm pretty sure on eBay people are selling it for hundreds of dollars. Like, it's not an easy-to-come-by game. So watching a playthrough of it is probably your best bet. The game is about three hours long, and the show is also about three hours long. Even the 88 episodes, they're like two minutes and 30 seconds long. They're very, very short. So literally, you could watch all the series and watch the entire game in in a day. But it's only six hours, That's, which is a lot of commitment. A lot of commitment, mind you, but I highly recommend it. <laughs> Gregory Horsho, it's just short and sweet, and it's just a good time with spooky and silly visuals. If you're into weird horror with comedic elements, Gregory Horsho might just be your niche. Keep a lookout for the next niche snack. Next week, I'll cover a niche horror video game called Your Turn to Die.